Good morning, fuckers. It's a day at the Daily BM. Quite a day, a rainy, gloomy day. But you know what? Rise and shine, bitches. It's time to get this on. I have my co-host here, Mikey. Hey, everybody. What's happening? And I have Never Eric in the house. Hi, guys. <laughs> How you so doing, Eric? I'm here today. How you doing, Eric? Eric C. 102.5 <laughs> at Twitterverse Universe. You know what I mean? Babies. Babies. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Wait, why am I doing? Why? Yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing Austin Powers versus his, uh, what the hell's the guy's name? Christopher, Christopher Watkins. Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. So, you know, this gloomy weather to start the day, I don't know how people live in fucking Seattle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like other parts of the globe, like in like Northern Ireland or you know, Scotland where it constantly freaking rains and it feels like this, I think I would be depressed all the time. How would that be different from now? That's true. Cause I'm depressed all the fucking time. <laughs> Zinga. I, I know. I knew where you're going with that. <laughs> Zinga. <laughs> right out the door. <laughs> um, you know, but I'm serious. It's like that cloud cover just get you, you know, it's like, oh, I don't uh, it doesn't bother you really? No, not really. <laughs> you know, the do you, you know what the top 15 most depressed cities in the United States are? You would never think it in a million years, but then again, number 1 m- maybe because there's probably nothing to do. So it has a 31% depression rate is <laughs> based on its population. Sioux Falls, South Dakota? Nope. Oh. Sioux Falls. Oh, really? <laughs> Billings, Montana. Oh, okay. Billings, Montana. I can see that. Yeah, I was going to say, the only way I would think that that would be that way, because there'd be nothing to do but do horseback or maybe go hunting and shit like that. But the other one is Kingsport. Yeah, (laughs) hunting, fishing. I don't know. That seems kind of fucking awesome. Uh, Kingsport, Bristol, Tennessee, Virginia, like on the line. Oh, yeah. So it was was like, that's 30% of their population. And then number three, number three. Knoxville, Tennessee, at thirty really? percent of the population. Yes, I, I know. Have, these are kind of blowing me away. I wasn't. I wasn't okay with that one. Mm-hmm. That one I and don't then, get. I don't get Knoxville, I, Tennessee. I don't either. But thirty point two percent of their population is to, has depressed re, percentage of depressed residents. Wow. I'm a, I'm just naming off some here. So give me a second. Uh, Charleston, West Virginia. Charleston. Johnson, not the one in South, South Carolina. Carolina. I was about to say, damn, man, really? Because I love that town. Um, that's yeah. 29% of the population. Huntington, Ashland, Spokane, Washington. Aha, stayed up in the northeast or northwest. Told you. Um, Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, there's nothing to do there but eat cheese. So, uh, in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Exactly. And then you got, yeah, Wisconsin. That's, um, how you, that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Fargo, though, right? <laughs> uh, I think so, yeah. Then you have Salem, Oregon. Again, another Northwest. Yeah. Um, Chattanooga, yeah. Tennessee. Oh, shit. That's a big one. Yeah, 25.8%. And rolling oh, in at shit. number 10 was Lafayette, Louisiana. Really? Yeah. I mean, they have like all the way down to 15, but you know what didn't place? 
Like Florida, Florida bitches. <laughs> no placement there. That's because we. That's because of the high rate of Alzheimer's and dementia. <laughs> I don't know, shit, they can't remember if they're depressed or not. You wake up every day as a fucking new day. You're like, where the fuck am I? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't have time to be depressed. That's I'm so fucked Just up. kidding. <laughs> You're like, they don't have time to wake up depressed. Oh, man, shit. I just thought you would uh, have a, some interesting stuff here. So, I, I, two, one thing. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to change gears. So I want to know, since you've obviously, you know, we've talked about on prior shows where you have gone overseas, like where you almost died in Vietnam or is it Vietnam or Vietnam? I don't know. It depends on who you ask. I know because you, you hear it two different ways, just like everything else in the English language. I'm sure. uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Vietnam, but not Vietnam, but uh, I guess if you're from the South, it might be Vietnam, but, um, Okay, so you've been overseas. You've ate the food, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't remember like Germany and Europe because I was like six, but. Okay. I, you know, uh, Vietnam is the only place I've been overseas. So if that gives me <laughs> culinary knowledge of the world, I guess <laughs> let's go there. Well, you've I mean, only I've been, been one time overseas or just. I've only been one been time. Over- I mean, I've oh. been to like Belize and Cancun and. Rotund and or was it Rotund? I don't even know. Rogatan? I don't even know what the fucking place is called. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was nodding my head like, yeah, that's the one. St. Thomas, um, you know, <laughs> the, all the Caribbean places. Um, yeah. But those are kind of Americanized, right? The ones you go to like over in the Bahamas and stuff. I mean, they kind of Americanize the food, don't they? A little bit? I don't know. In uh, Belize, you could eat iguana. They had that. Oh, yeah, no shit. I, I guess you can eat that in South Florida too, though. I mean, because they're they're an invasive species species here and you can hunt them and eat them so i mean have, have you I ever had it? tried it no oh, I, was I, was gonna say. I was going to but i just didn't i didn't get around to it i would totally eat the a king. lizard that's <laughs> i'll eat a lizard good shit. just go grab one from the backyard little tiny ones have a little hors d'oeuvre you know Boink. i bet they're real bony and crunchy i don't really feel like there's a lot of meat on them mac and iguana now they got some meat on them I, them suckers are meaty mm. So what you do then is you start getting those earthworms. You lay it out there. You fatten the little bastards up, and then you eat them. Boom. Yeah, I watch. I watch a couple that goes out and does iguana hunting. It's pretty cool. Oh really? And they start them. <laughs> what the fuck start. don't you watch? I swear to God, you watch the most fucking wild shit, man. Every time I turn around, you're like, yeah, I watch these iguana hunters on TV, or you know, just six thousand pound buddy or whatever the hell it is. Iguana hunters. <laughs> The guana hunters. No, that was uh, my 600 pound life, and it's oh, 1,000 pound, pound best friends. <laughs> I enjoy that hey, shit. Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a thousand pounds, asshole. I'm under it just by a little bit. You're not even close. You're, but dude, so you're, if you're a thousand pounds, you'd be twice as wide as you are tall. Would I fit on the screen? Probably not. You probably yeah. wouldn't be alive. You probably dead. <laughs> five foot five thousand pounds four times your size no five times almost five times your size five times your size i couldn't imagine what a horrible lifestyle what a horrible way to feel i mean sorry i mean i'm not trying to dog those people out god you know help them but no they it's it has to be more than just uh when you get to that point it's more than just diet and lifestyle it's it has there's there's a lot more to it a lot, just a lot more to it. I mean, it's, it's a disease at that point. Like it's, a, you know, it's genetics, it's, it's mindset, but it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter Sorry. how much you, uh, eat. Um, when you're how well or how you don't eat, because the thing with 
obesity is it always waits for you. You know, ain't, ain't that the truth? Like, it's not like, okay, like, you know, if you have an alcoholic, you can just cut alcohol out of your diet. Right. You know, you can say no alcohol and you, you can survive. But if you have a food addiction, you can't say no food. You know what I mean? Because you won't right. live. So that's what sucks about it is you're constantly in temptation. You know, um, there's a guy that I've been following on Instagram that um, I want to reach out to actually because he lost a lot of weight naturally. And then mm -hmm. he, gained a, he gained it all back and then he lost it all again. He just had skin surgery and I've been following for a little while and I noticed, you know, he's in a very, he's created a very controlled environment for himself. Mm -hmm. Um, but I wonder how that, how he manages when he's not in that environment. Does that make sense? It, oh, you mean like if he goes out to eat and shit like that and how he yeah, like gets around it? Yeah. Because that's my biggest thing. Like my biggest situation is, is, um, you know, when I'm at my house and I'm preparing my own meals and I'm meal prepping and I'm cooking, I'm spot on. Like I do a really good job. It's when I go out to dinner and social functions or holidays that it makes it more challenging um, to stay on track. And, you know, I hear that there, there's a lot of schools of thought to that. Like I hear that, you know, I've read, I've heard it's like, listen, it's about consistency. So go out, have a good time, but then the next day, just get right back to it. Um, and I understand that, but the problem is if you're, if you have a food addiction or any addiction, it's like you get that taste and it puts you right back in that mindset. It's like meth. It's like yeah. meth, like a so, meth user would be. You're like, oh man, I just, I'm really craving this. I'm really craving <laughs> this, you know? And it's like, so it, I it just, and I don't, I don't consider myself to have a, like a food addiction. I mean, I like food a lot, but I do have the ability to say no to it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my biggest issue with weight gain is I don't, I do a very bad job of recognizing a trend in my own personal life. And what I mean by that is like, it's like, oh, it's just, it's just, I'm just having a bad meal, you know, like going out with some friends, having a bad meal. And then the next day I'm like back on track. And then the day after that, I'm kind of like, Hey, I'm making a lot of progress. So it's okay if I have another day out with friends, you know? So what'll happen or another time out or just go ahead another meal or whatever. So what ends up happening is over that seven day week, I've actually eaten more calories over seven days than I should have. And I've gained a pound or two. And I'm like, and then I'm like, it's only a pound or two. It's probably water weight or whatever. And then that two right. pounds turns into four. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm still pretty comfortable. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm working out. Maybe I'm gaining muscle, whatnot. And then the four pounds turns to eight and then the eight pounds turns to like 16. And then all of a sudden I'm like looking in front of the mirror and I'm like, Holy shit, I'm 40 pounds heavier over the course of a year. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how did I let this happen? Well, it's easy. You know, like all of a sudden I, I start cutting my workouts because I'm like, I don't really have the energy because I've been eating too much and I'm just tired and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like working out as much. So now I'm burning even less calories and now it jumps up and it's, it's just like, it's insane. And then once you hit, I don't know about you, but for me, once I hit that like 220 weight for my, my size, it's real easy for me to balloon up to like 260, like in a real short period of time. Because it's just like all of a sudden my metabolism just gets completely out of whack. And Mine's the 195 mark. I hit that and I'll blow up to 225. 
like yeah. snap of a finger. It's like yeah. overnight, boom. Yeah. I mean, like when I started three weeks ago, I was at 222. That's freaking heavy for me. Yeah. That's big. Yep. And, you know, I'm down to 210 and I'm sitting there. I'm struggling getting down below the threshold. Um, I, I feel it. I know what you're saying. Um, you know, the thing about when you go out to eat is it's already pitted against you. Because when you go out to eat, the portion sizes can feed two to three people. Yeah. Uh, so that's automatically a hit against you. Because in my brain, myself personally, I'm thinking, damn, I need to finish this or I'm wasting the food. See, that's me, how I feel. Yeah, see, for me, it's not that. Like, my, I'll tell you what gets me. It's like, okay, so normally when you go out with a group of friends, you order like an appetizer for the table. Mm-hmm. So you have, you know, one piece of appetizer. Yeah, no big deal. You think, you know what I mean? It's like just, it's one, you're splitting the portion four ways. You have like, you know, like say you order like the uh, like Southwest egg rolls or something at Sunny's. You know, mm-hmm. you split that four ways. I think it's like a thousand calories. So, but then that's two hundred fifty calories right there, and you just had one little egg roll. You know, but you're laughing, you're joking, having a good time. You know, then you order like a cocktail. Mm-hmm. You know, and depending on what you get, there's some there's calories in that. You know, and it doesn't have to be a whole lot. It could be two three hundred calories maybe per cocktail. Sometimes less depending on what you get, but sometimes a lot more. You know, like the old fashions with the simple syrup in them and all that. I think they're probably like clocking in at like 300 calories. Easy, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so you have one or two of those. You know, now you're sitting at almost 800 calories and you haven't even got your main course yet. And then you if you, then you have a, you usually get a salad with your meal, you know, and they mm-hmm. have dressing on it. So you're clocking another 250 to 400 calories there depending on what's on it. You know, now you're sitting at 1,300 calories and then you, dinner shows up. And even if you only eat a third of it, you know, they bring the plate out. It's 1,200 calories on the plate for any given place on anything and plus. Right. So that's another 400 calories. So now you're sitting at, you know, 1,600 calories and then you split a dessert. So you're getting another 200 calories there. You've eaten a 2,000 calorie meal and you really don't feel like you've done that bad because you had one bite of this, you know, two cocktails. Right. <laughs> No, a I'm, I'm salad, <laughs> you're, you know, you're, and a third of your main entree. You got a box to take home with you, and you had a couple bites of dessert. And all of a sudden, you know, you've, you've consumed like close to two thousand calories, and you don't think about it. Like you just you're just like, and you have such a good time that you don't really think about it, you know. And I guess you know once you get to the point where you're, if you're already physically fit and you're lean, you can do that and bounce back and stay on top of it. But when you're not, when you're on the other end of the spectrum. And you have a night like that, it just demotivates you even more because it pushes you. Like the next morning, you wake up and you're kind of like, "Oh, I'm so stuffed. I'm still not feeling like 100." percent So you're like, "I'll work out after work," and then something comes up after work, and you don't get to work out because you're tired. So now you missed another day, and then you've eaten the calories. Then you get on the scale, and you're kind of like, "God damn it! Like I'm going the wrong way," and then it just starts fucking with your mind, and you're like, "Shit!" You know. It's like, it, it, and then you go into depression because you don't because you want you don't want to go out with your friends because like you know it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is too. I mean, zone. another thing too besides like it already being pitted against you when you go out to yeah. eat, like you said, you get an appetizer, whatever. Mm-hmm. It also is the people that you go to dinner with, um, because if you have people that are um, heavy eaters, like even if they're skinny, fat, whatever, I have thin friends that are like they can just eat anything and not gain weight which absolutely pisses me off by the way skinny people fuck you and um you know then i have people that i know that are overweight that eat you know what i mean yeah. so you have a tendency to eat in the environment that you're in 
And it makes it really tougher because, you know what I mean? Everybody's laughing. They're having fun and everybody's having a good time. And before you know it, you've eaten, like you said, you'll have two, three egg rolls and you're not paying attention. You're just like having fun or you had a couple beers. You might order an extra beer, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, which is, you know, depending on your diet plan or whatever the hell you're doing, uh, you know, because alcohol, you know, is not really good to do either. You know what I mean? But, yeah. I mean, you got to live a little bit too. Um, uh, I'll tell you the, the biggest um – I'll tell you what's worse for me. Mm-hmm. If I go and eat with someone who's athletic and fit mm-hmm. and they're a big eater. Oh, yeah. I'll tell <laughs> you why. Because I'm watching the person in their mind. I'm like, if they can do it, then I can too. And it's okay because I want to look like them. Right. That's what my, that's what my mind is. That's your mental psyche. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. In the background, that's what it's saying. Oh, they're eating like this. So it's, it can't be that bad. And I'm eating like that. Like, you know, if, if, when I, if I go out with somebody else, you know, that, that, that has the same body type as me, I'm more conscientious about it because I'm like, okay, I need to eat this, this, and this. And I, it's a lot easier for me to eat healthy than it is when I go out with somebody that's like really fit, you know? And they're right. like, you know, oh yeah, I'll do the 24 ounce ribeye, you know, with the big baked potato. And like, cause they're eating for, they're eating for their macros and they're trying to, they're eating five, 10,000 calories a day. Cause they're trying to bulk up and gain weight because they've got a whole plan going together and right. I'm sitting there. I'm not even thinking about it, you know, like that, like now I am now because I'm more aware and conscientious of the environment. But before I'd be like, Oh shit. Okay. Cool. That's a good thing though, you know? to be, at least you're aware, you know, be glad though. You're not hanging with these people when you go out to eat. <laughs> this is what I was getting to when you were saying you were eating overseas because, uh, this elderly couple, uh, they ate puffer fish in Malaysia. Oh, yeah, you can die. And literally, they were 84 and 83 years old. You know, they were older. I mean, I, I don't, maybe they just wanted to roll the dice at their age and say, fuck it, at least we can say we did it. Um, they ended up dying, I mean, quickly <clears throat> from it. You know, so my question is, is like, I don't understand why people get the psyche to feel like, hey, this could kill me, but I'm going to fucking try it as How far as eating. Uh, 84 and 83 years old. Maybe they wanted to die. They consumed. Okay. So here's what I have. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take away from people ordering food online, but they consumed it after they purchased it from an online vendor of puffer fish. To me, it would be like, if I'm going to try something that dangerous, you know what I mean? I'm going to go somewhere that has a high success rate. You know what I mean? I I feel like when you order things online, you take, you roll the dice anyway. All joking aside, like how do you know that they just they didn't care? Like how do you know that they what they didn't care? <laughs> That's what I mean. I was like, because they were aged, did they say fuck it? Who gives a shit? But I, yeah. I can't see somebody in their thirties or forties going, Hey, I'm gonna try this. But there's a twenty five percent chance it could kill me. I wouldn't try I wouldn't I wouldn't order puffer fish if I was at a restaurant and the guy was world renowned and never had a fatality on puffer fish. I would never order it ever. Why? I'm just curious. Because it can kill you if it's done wrong. Like one little miscut and you're dead. If he didn't have a fatality or he did? If he never had a fatality and he's done it a thousand times, I still wouldn't order it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, not me. I wouldn't do this shit either, man. I, I'm too much of a pussy when it, you know, I don't want to die. Think I, said? I thought you said you wouldn't take it because he's never had a fatality. Like, oh, like no. you, you would, you, you'd go to the guy where, hey, he miscut it. I was like, what the fuck? No, <laughs> I was I like, never, no. I would, I would never do that. Like, I, I had to, that's why I asked again. I went, what <laughs> you, know, you would actually eat it. 
So I just don't understand, like, I don't know any other dangerous foods that people consume. I guess I should have looked that up before we started the show, but I was just like, I was sitting there looking at that article and I went, who the hell just goes and says, hey, I want to try all this dangerous food that could kill me when you have so much food that won't, you know what I mean? 100%. It's just just like, whatever. Um, 100%. I mean, there's so much stuff out there that won't kill you. I know. And it's like, and it's all great. It all tastes good. So I just don't understand, like. I mean, all all the food will kill you if you, if it's if you if you eat it wrong. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> if you eat too much of it, too, you know. Yeah. But um, so let me ask you something. You know, we're all we're you know obviously I'm in my fifties. You're in your mid forties. So, how many bachelor parties have you been to in your life? I don't know, like a handful, maybe six. Have any of them gotten like completely out of hand, or oh, had yeah, some hundred percent? Like some wild shit. Oh yeah. Okay, please. Okay, if you had to pick one out of all your experiences to bachelor parties, what would be the most wild thing that happened? Uh, walk into a private room and there's a dude in the corner, like with a pile of coke that's like, um, I don't know, a foot tall, like sniffing down on it, and like strippers dancing on the in the private show, and then the the groom fucking the stripper right in front of everybody. Wait, what? Yeah. Did he have a teddy bear hat on? <laughs> no. I don't know. What's you know what I'm talking about, right? No. If you've seen enough porn, you see the strippers that wear the teddy bear heads, right? No. You've never seen those? I have not. No. Okay, type it in. It's, uh, you know, X and X. No, 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 check, check it out sometime. It's the fucking weirdest shit ever, dude. They lay literally these male strippers have on these huge, like, bear hats or whatever ma- or they're, they're not masks they're like- they were female strippers because I've been a bachelor party oh, oh, oh. bachelorette party <laughs> no but I meant like the bachelorette party is what I'm saying that so they had these big heads on you know what I mean so yeah if you were if you were at that bachelor party you were at a different party yeah. <laughs> altogether I'd be like okay so so the guy had a mountain of coke oh yeah <laughs> so yeah. what did you do did you just sit there and stare like what the fuck yeah I mean it was it was pretty it was it was like whoa so he banged a stripper in front of all y'all? Not the guy with Coke. Oh, okay. He was too busy blowing up a mountain, but I'm the saying, you're, but another, the, what? The groom. The groom was railing a stripper? He didn't want to. She literally like raped him. Wait. And he had like the smallest. He was willingly raped. Wink. He had the smallest cock I've ever seen. <laughs> Damn, you went there. I'm sorry. So he had a small cock. And what did the stripper do? Did she even look like she was enjoying it at all? No. And he was so shit faced and so fucked up that I don't even know he was having sex. <laughs> oh my God, dude. You're like, I did not expect you to go. He had the smallest cock I have ever seen. Yeah. Like she had nothing to work with. So. There's a story of a guy. There's a story. story of a lovely guy. No, he basically, okay, so somebody emailed a, like a group email yeah. for a bachelor party invite. And okay. the guy's name matched, but they sent it to the wrong email address. Ooh. So the guy writes back. Yeah. It says a few things. I'm going to queue up something real quick because I want you to hear this. It's pretty freaking hilarious, actually, because I thought this guy I would totally want. At my bachelor party, just because. Oh, yeah. yeah, here we are. Ready? Oh, wait, that's a cat. <laughs> Hold on. I got to find it. It's right here. This is William Novak of Phoenix, Arizona. A couple weeks ago, he got a group email titled Angelo's Bachelor Party. 
inviting him to a party in Vermont for a guy he'd never met. That's because the email was meant for a different William Novak, but the address was accidentally misspelled. So while you or I would have written back and said, sorry, wrong address, this guy hit reply all and wrote, count me in. <laughs> Fuck it, count me in. <laughs> and, and the guys organizing the party wrote back and said, you're not the guy we meant to invite, but you sound awesome. Get your ass to Vermont. <laughs> the kind of story we need right now. <laughs> we all, every one of us. But listen to this shit. It goes further. Emails a day and they all suck. Every email in our inbox is asking us to do something we don't want to do, like meet with our supervisor, or pay our bills, or have coffee with Karen so she can get closure. But this guy <laughs> got an email offering him a chance to have an adventure, and he took it. Now, Will, Will's a new dad. He can't be throwing his money around on spontaneous trips. And that's why he started a GoFundMe page called Help Me Go to the Bachelor Party of a Stranger. The whole trip was funded in two hours. Brilliant, motherfucker. Wow, dude. That's awesome. To make sure Will wasn't a murderer, the guys planning the party asked him to send a photo of himself. And because Will is the coolest guy ever, he sent this picture of him doing karate in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> and then, in case you thought this couldn't get any better, that picture went on the official bachelor party t-shirt. This is the kind of story we need. Right now. <laughs> Headlines these days are filled with examples of toxic masculinity. We need more of this kind of masculinity, the kind that makes men go skiing in matching t-shirts. <laughs> Word about this whole thing got out on social media, and then more cool stuff happened. People offered the guys free ski lessons, free tattoos, free beef And when Will landed at the airport for the bachelor party, a guy from a local brewery met him there with a bunch of free beer. This is the This is some cool shit right here, man. Wow. Americans love a lot of things: freedom, independence, guns for some reason, but there's literally nothing we love more than free. Free beer, free so fucking beer. Party go? You know, it was pretty standard. They did regular bachelor party stuff like drinking, smoking cigars, and driving around in a free Maserati. <laughs> I didn't even know Vermont had Maseratis. <laughs> Our country's more divided than ever, so it's a delight to see just one story about people coming together. So thank you, Will Novak, for opening that email instead of ignoring it like I do with mine, because this is the kind of story we need right now. Woo! <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest shit ever to me, man. This guy decides, hey, man. I'm a cool it. motherfucker. You need me to go to your bachelor party. <laughs> and then everybody starts it. giving him free shit. It's like, but it's so true. How much do we ignore? Like most of the email that comes into your inbox. I've never got an email like that. I know. Oh never. God. I would love that day. Cause I would literally never. be the same way. I'd be like, Hey, I'm a cool motherfucker. Fuck that guy. I need to go. Boom. Start a GoFundMe. Get your trip paid for. Plus, then some free beer, a Maserati from a local dealership hooks you up at the airport. I mean, it's like, what the hell? That's, pretty that's cool. a that's a story of a bachelor party that nobody can fucking top. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe sure, you're sure, maybe yeah. your guy banging a stripper, you know, the groom banging a stripper with a small cock, you know, with a mountain of cocaine with his buddy next to it, bl put blow up his butt. I mean, I don't know. The guy was just literally sitting there and he's like, you want some? I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> you're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> And it was so awkward because there was like 15 guys in the room and there was just like three strippers and the two were dancing and the one was just banging the guy and it was center stage. And it's like, what do you do? Do you watch? Do you not watch? Like, uh, So did you – okay, so I have to ask a fucking guy critical question. It's not a trick question. Did you look at the pussy more or the dick? There was no dick to look at. <laughs>
I honestly, all honestly. Well, you saw did. that it was small, so you looked once. That's because she laughed. The oh, stripper yeah. like. That's the stripper laughed at him. Yeah, she snickered. He was, he was like, he was like almost unconscious. Like literally, like there's. I mean, I felt so bad for the dude. Like literally, and then they were like, "Yeah, we spiked his shit with Viagra," so you know. I'm so, sorry, dude. I'm so sorry, dude. I would be like, get the fuck off me. As soon as the stripper laughed at my cock when I whipped it out, I'd be like, done. I'm out. Fuck it. <laughs> this is why I'm getting married because she actually I loves me. <laughs> or maybe she doesn't love me. Was he rich? No. Oh, okay. Well, she didn't she didn't marry him for his money. Oh, poor girl. <laughs> oh. Poor girl. I don't know. You know, some women say that, you know, huge cocks aren't all what they're up to be, huh? Like they prefer yeah. like just medium normal sized dicks because they hit the right spots. Ladies, write us at info at the Daily BM and tell us. I, I don't really. Do you give prefer a shit. big shafts or small or medium or large? I don't really give a shit. <laughs> You're like, I get me, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that that information does not help me at all. So what's the point <laughs> of getting it? All it's gonna do is frustrate me more. <laughs> So anyway, um, I mean, they can't, they can't decide where they want to go eat. Like, how are they going to decide on a dick size? <laughs> they can't decide where they want to go to eat. Sorry. Oh, ladies. God. You know, I saw a – don't be sorry because it's fucking true. Um, you know, there was a guy that said he had a brilliant technique of how to win, to get – no, I'm not saying that. To get that uh, the woman to choose a restaurant. Oh, my God. I wish I would have wrote it down. It was so good. I was like, man, that is freaking awesome the way he says it. And I was just like, wow. He goes, I get an answer every fucking time. I'll have to go back and Google it. If I find it, I swear to God, I'm bringing it up to you, dude, because it was funny. He's probably shit. like, I'm taking you to your favorite place. And he's like, <laughs> oh my God, you're taking me here. He's like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> that would be a good one too. Hey man, I am so taking you to your favorite restaurant. Which one? Da, 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 da. You know, the ones you love. Then you get, But you can get caught in that shit too. So got to be careful. Then you tied it up even longer. Um, Hey, before we get out of here, just want to tell you guys, follow us on the Tiki Talk and on the Tweet Machine oh, at underscore the daily. Yes, it is. Underscore the Daily BM. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Daily BM. Go to the website, thedailybm.com. Mikey, before we get out of here, got anything? Uh, I guess not. This episode went by fast. It, went, it flies by when you're having fun talking <laughs> about food, bachelor parties, cocaine, and small cocks. It moves uh, fast. I thought, I, um, I, thought I'd, I thought I'd miss Eric, but... Uh, I would say I'm missing it much. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, guys, we're going to get out of here and we will catch you guys on the flip side. And we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. Deuces! Eric C. at 102.5 The Bone. Don't forget. Deuces, deuces. Deuces.